Hey everybody, it's Maylee Thomas. I've got a great show for you today on Texas Homegrown Music, so sit back and get ready. A young artist and emerging artist by the name of Gracie York. She's been around for a few years, but I tell you what, she's really starting to make a name for herself. And I know that when you hear her music and you know that she's written these songs, you won't believe that she's as young as she is. So I want to take any more time. I want to get to it right now. But before I do, I'm going to sing a song from the band called Bishop Gun. They're no longer together, but they wrote a tune called Making It that I think will speak to so many of you who've ever dealt with anybody with any kind of substance abuse. I've got a nephew out in California right now in rehab. I'm very proud of you, Vincent. So I want to dedicate this song to you right now while you're going through it and let you know I believe that you're making it, but I think it's because you're making better decisions for life. So sit back and relax and get ready. We'll be right back with Gracie York right after this song, right here on Texas Homegrown Music with Maylee Thomas. up next to me broken on the ground if this
but I'm in pretty good shape for the shape that I'm in. Well, here we are with Texas Homegrown Music and my guest, Gracie York. Gracie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Absolutely. So Gracie is from my neighboring city, Rockwall, Texas. And, you know, I love having young artists on here. And I say young because I know you've been doing this for a few years, but um, how old are you? Oh, good question. I usually don't answer this, but uh, we're getting close enough that I'll answer it. Uh, I am going to be 21 next month. Yay! It'll be legal. <laughs> Are you yeah. not answering it because you can't, you're not supposed to be in bars? Is that why it is? <laughs> uh, well, I mean, so fun fact, my mom is my merch girl, so it really doesn't matter. Right, but, because she's with uh, you. But I just, I don't know, I just never say it. When, when's your birthday? <laughs> Uh, May 23rd. Oh, my goodness. Well, on the weekend of Memorial Weekend, I guess, isn't it? The Thursday before, I think, or something. Uh, well, honey, I am. I just turned 64 last Friday. And so I don't mind telling people at all my age. I don't buy into that whole what's the deal. Um, you know, you guys are always in such a hurry to grow up. And, and as you get older, you're always thinking time goes by too fast. I think we should embrace our age. Um, yeah. You know, I've lived long enough to know that the other uh, problem that people have is they think that you're supposed to be a certain way at a certain time in your life. And we're not. We're evolving constantly. So um, be proud of it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I would just I, if I was just getting ready to turn 21, I'd be shouting that from the mountaintop everywhere I go. <laughs> so, well, I'll tell you what, you've done a lot for such a young girl. And, um, I, I think that I read somewhere that you just started writing, um, songs about four or five years ago and had your first show. Um, tell me about that, how nervous you must've been and what that was like. 
Yeah, I man, I was so nervous. I mean, I I think I was more nervous just for the fact that I was singing my own song mm-hmm. um, because I I had a couple covers in there, but to hear people's reactions to something that I'd written that I wasn't like super confident in just yet because I didn't have any feedback besides my family. Um, and you know, family, sometimes they'll, they'll just tell you what you want to hear. <laughs> um, but I mean, they don't anymore. They'll, they'll tell oh, they're telling enough. you the truth now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially my mom and dad, they'll be like, Nope, we don't like that. Um, but yeah, I was just nervous for that. Um, I think I was honestly more nervous the next night when I got to play during, uh, Michael Summers like set, they took a break halfway through and I got to play like four songs, but I was super nervous because a ton of my friends and family came out to it. And that was really nerve wracking. Cause it was like my high school best friends and they got to like see me on stage for the first time and hear my songs. And there was a bunch of people out there and I was like, Oh my gosh, I just went from an open mic the last night to playing, to for, playing for all these people. Yeah. I was like, this is crazy. So I was very nervous. Well, so did sure. you, um, obviously you had been, you were just in high school still, I guess. Yeah. It was my senior year. So were you active in singing and do, and performing in high school um, groups or, you know, chorus and all that? I did choir my freshman year, but I, I didn't like it. Uh, it just wasn't my kind of like music style. Um, I also guess I just like the spotlight and choir. You don't get to have that really. Uh, but I had piano class for three years of high school, uh, but that's about it. But I, like I, I said, I was a senior in high school when I started all of it, and I, I was the COVID year. So I put out my first single March 5th of 2020, and then a week later, everything shut down. So I was like, well, this was a great start to my career. I mean, well, let's go. Well, honey, <laughs> believe me, there were so many people that got shocked at all of that. And um, obviously, the next year you spent – um, honed in and having to, you know, really figure out your craft. And I would imagine you probably wrote a lot of music and you got into a place where you figured it out that, uh, this was something that you wanted to do. And thankfully that was your senior year that you didn't have to deal with, you know, all the kids that had to figure out what they were going to do. Imagine all the kids that were in their senior year in 2020 and 2021, you know, and um, and what they had to go through to try and, and be social with their friends and couldn't couldn't do it. So good thing you got out of there when you did. But I know, um, yeah, but um, so I think you told me and I saw a little guitar back there behind you and people on the radio show obviously can't see that we can see one another. Um, so you started playing guitar or do you got a guitar at a very young age? I think you said you were 12 or 13. Did you start playing at all? I heard you say you play piano. Yeah. Well, not very well anymore. I kind of, kind of one in one out. I just was in there for the the credits and I really liked my teacher. So she didn't really make me do that much, but, uh, yeah, I got my guitar when I was 13. I didn't pick it up at all for like a year. And I tried, I like went to two guitar lessons and I, did not like it. I was like, I can't sit here and have this person tell me what to do. Um, and so I didn't pick it up for a year and then I got it and I taught myself through like YouTube videos and watching other people play. And yeah, so I don't play it anymore. It's just my, my, uh, so you don't play live. You don't accompany yourself. 
No, I do. Yeah, okay. just with a better, just with a much better. Oh yeah, guitar okay. Than, you just meant yeah. you don't play that guitar. Yeah, no, yeah, I get it. Yeah. But keep yeah. it, honey. That's a that's yeah. something that you're gonna you're gonna really want to have as you get older. And uh, yeah, I, I I've got lots of really accomplished musicians that still have their very first guitar. It's kind of a cool thing to do. Yeah, and, and I I love that. So tell me, uh, what were your uh, obviously you were influenced by uh, Patsy Cline because your first song that you ever wrote is called Patsy Kind of Night. Um, tell me about some other influences that you had growing up. Oh, there's so many. Um, Chris Stapleton is a huge influence on me. I just he's so real to me, and his songwriting is incredible. And he, I mean, he has so many songs that you don't even know that he wrote. Right. Um, and Keith Whitley's another huge one for me. Um, Patsy Cline, obviously. Dolly. I mean, I feel like everybody says Dolly, but she's just the best. Everybody. Well, she's an incredible songwriter, and she's another one that's written a lot of songs that other people have made famous that didn't realize it was a Dolly Parton song. Yes, absolutely. And also uh, Adele is another huge one, well, which is kind of left field, but I love Adele. Not really. You know, a good singer is a good singer. And um, I would imagine that you probably um, listen to some other genres of music and uh, rock and roll and um, yeah. even some jazz stuff. I would, I, If I were you with the voice that you have, I would just pour myself into listening to other um, artists and not just women, but men as well. And mm -hmm. kind of, you know, we're, I, I tell people all the time, we're not inventing anything new. We're actually just read. We're, we're just singing what, what we feel and what we've heard and mm -hmm. influ and been influenced by kind of yeah. given our little twist to it. But you know, there's the thing about singing music is it's in the air for eternity. And I believe mm -hmm. that sometimes it comes back to us through yeah. um, other people. And um, I, I love the fact that uh, we can all be a part of it and have that in the universe forever. I don't know. Um, I remember one of the biggest things that I learned um, as a young child was that when they were out in space, they were able to listen to radio shows and listen to air to uh, things that were through the air from 20, 30 years before. That's crazy. Just to, to let us, to keep us in realization that our words are powerful, our music is powerful, and it's out there forever. And what a beautiful thing, um, yeah. you know, for us to be able to do that for people and, and bring that kind of joy. So so you grew up in a family that was obviously, uh, were they, did anybody else play music? Obviously, they were musical that they played music for you all the time. Has anyone else in your family been an influence musically? Um. No, nobody in my family really plays like instruments. I think my grandpa played guitar like way back in his like rodeo days. Okay. But nobody else plays instruments in my family. Well, which I think is crazy that I'm the first one that I was just like, I'm going to pick it up and I'm going to try it. <laughs> well, and do you have any siblings? No, I don't. So you're, oh, you're an only child. Oh, one of those. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm actually kind of one of those too. I, my, um, unfortunately my parents got divorced and we got my brother and I got split up so I really wasn't an only child but I grew up that way and I gravitated towards lots of friends and always had really good relationships with people and I would imagine that's probably how you are too I yeah absolutely I could tell by your personality <laughs> <laughs> yeah all my music friends are like my extended family and I mean I have so many brothers in the scene yes and, um so 
I mean, I've always just, my best friends are like my family. I call my best friend, my sister. So. Yeah. I got a lot yeah. of sissies out there yeah. <laughs> and sis and all that. I mean, you know, yeah. I, I always wanted to be a part of a big family. And of course I have friends that have multiple siblings and they say, no, you don't. I go, yes, I yeah. do. I actually do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, um, I want to play this first song that you wrote called Patsy kind of night, because I want people to hear immediately just what kind of caliber songwriter you are, honey. Um, barely, not even 21 yet you guys and she's writing these songs and by the way she wrote this song almost four years ago so it blows my mind honey the talent that you've got in there and i know that um, we're going to be hearing a lot about gracie york and i'm so happy that i got to have you early on in my in your career because you're going to be hard to get i'm sure in just a few oh. years they're all be clamoring for you so <laughs> here we go it's called patsy kind of night with gracie york and we'll be right back and talk about all the things that she's got going on and what all she's already accomplished in this short time so texas homegrown music with gracie york and here's patsy kind of night <laughs> She will Somebody Spin that 
Well, we're back, and I'm really enjoying getting to know you, Gracie. I I see that you um, have some really fun gigs coming up with a lot of great artists. That's got to make you feel so good to already be on a bill with some of these really, really top-notch people. But um, I also know that uh, you did some um, duets with some people that I know. With uh, One of them in, is Tanner Estry, who I uh, had on my show several months ago. Um, so tell me about Tanner. Oh, Tanner, where do I begin with him? <laughs> uh, Tanner's definitely one of my best friends in the whole world. And he was another, I mean, he's been in my, or my life for three, three years. He was one of the first people I met in the scene as well. Um, through social media, I saw him on Twitter and he was singing beautiful eyes. And I was like, that is one of the prettiest, most heartbreaking songs I've ever heard in my entire life. And so I immediately followed him. He followed me back and we just created an online friendship first. And then we finally met and uh, did a song swap and became, I mean, brother and sister instantly. And now we have matching tattoos. And Oh, no way. What is it? Yeah. It's a little horseshoe. Cute. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I know he uses that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he says that he's unlucky, but I like to think that this is like a luck thing. You know, I'm like, <laughs> I don't want to be unlucky. Uh but yeah, he's, he, I mean, he's blown up. Like I, I knew he would. Um, I've always said it from the get go that he's going to be taking over the world and I'm so proud of him. And I only talk good about him behind his back. We both, that's a, like a, a rule between us is that we talk good behind the back and then we just uh, give each other a hard other. time when you're together. Yeah. That's yes, how you, absolutely. See, that's a sibling kind of thing and that you didn't yeah. get to do that growing up. So now you're going to make up for it with all of your relationships. Um, so tell me something. Um, you've gotten to play a lot of great um, shows recently. You were at Green Hall, which um, for all these people out there listening, you all know when you play Green Hall, you've made it. That's kind of a thing in Texas. Um, so you got to play Green Hall to a sold out show. What was that like? Yeah, so we got we actually got to play Green Hall um, a few months back with William Beckman, and it was also sold out. So both times I've played Green Hall uh, with William and with Tanner, they've both been sold out, which, I mean, is just absolutely nuts. And I even got to go through the Willie door uh, the first time we played it, which was insane. And just to know the people that have stood on that stage, it's kind of like a mini Opry. It really right. is. It was kind of like the Opry of Texas, I think. You, yeah. You know, when you yeah, think it's, about it, it's, it's been around a long time. There's nothing, um, you know, there's, there's no frou-frou to it. I mean, it's, it is, yeah. it's like a barn kind of. <laughs> It's you know, hot. I was, it's I was hot, hot. Sure. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But yeah, when you think about all the people that have been on that stage throughout all the, you know, decades of musicians, it's got to make you feel so good to be right up there with them. Yeah. I mean, all of my favorite artists have played that stage. So and did you bring an entourage from your hometown down there? Did you find, make, make a lot of people make the trek? No, I think they probably would if I, uh, was if it was my own show but uh I mean I, I have a bunch of friends through like Tanner's friends that were there and so that was cool but um yeah no it was crazy and it's just such a blessing to get to play that stage so early on and um get to have that experience and be standing on that stage where so many people have stood so tell me what are some moments that you remember that you just kind of were like pinched me I don't know that I'm actually here uh, the first one that comes to mind, I got to open for Ronnie Millsap uh, in 2021. Wow. And I got to do that in Fort Smith. And 
I got to meet him and everything. He, he shook my hand and told me how great I did. And, um, I even, his sound guy is Dottie West's son. Oh, wow. And so we talked for a while and I was like, what is happening right now? I cannot believe that this is my life. And I was like crying during sound check. And, um, it was just such a cool experience. And my family, a bunch of my family came out for that one. They made the, the long haul to Arkansas to come watch that. Um, but that was definitely a moment for me that was like, what is happening? Um, and then another one was we got to open for Cody Johnson in El Paso uh, back in 2021 as well. It was a crazy year. Uh, but it was for Way Out West Fest, and it was me, the Powell Brothers, Randall King, and Cody Johnson. And it was so much fun just because it was my first like baseball stadium. And it was a massive show, obviously, because it was Kojo. And I got to meet him and he was so sweet and gave me great advice. And it was just an amazing. I've never been more nervous in my life walking up on that stage. I was shaking in my boots so bad. <laughs> How do you work through that? I'd like to know. I mean, uh, and what do you think it is that makes you nervous? Because, you know, for me, um, People ask me all the time, do you get nervous? I mean, I've been doing this for so long. I, I The only time I really get nervous is if I'm thrown into a situation that I'm not sure if everybody is really on the same page, you know. Yeah. There's some times that they'll, they'll bring me up and uh, it'll be with a band that I've never played with before, musicians, and I'm like, okay. But as soon as I we get started, you know, I always calm down. What How, how do you get a hold of all those emotions and that nervousness and anxiety? Yeah, I really don't get nervous anymore, thankfully. Um, but what helps me a lot is me and my band, we always pray before every show. And that really helps kind of dial me in and get me grounded to where I need to be. Um, I also really like, especially for the Kojo show, everybody could tell that I was just nerve wracked and I was so scared. And so they let me have like 10 minutes to the to myself in the green room to just kind of calm down and think about what I was going to say on stage and think about, you know, just how it was all going to go. And, um, definitely some deep breaths. Well, so give me a, give me a little shout out. Do you have the same band now that you've had for a while or they, have they been with you for a while? Do you change it up a little bit per show? Tell me how that works. Um, they, the band that I've had or that I have right now, they've been pretty regular. Um, our bass player is the newest member, uh, but he's been on for a little bit now too. Uh, but it's it's my guitar player Jax, my bass player JP, and then my drummer Mason. And Jax, there was one night when we had a show, and I had a previous guitar player, and it was a very rough situation. Um, but we had a show the next night, and I was like, I need a guitar player. And Jax learned my entire, it was a two hour set and he learned the entire thing in less than 24 hours and hopped on the stage and absolutely murdered it. it. And I was like, you're not going anywhere. You're staying here. And, um, uh, Mason was the same way. He, he kind of just jumped in. And at first he was still very new to the whole being on stage thing. And, um, it was rough for the first couple of times, but now he's not going anywhere either. And, um, so you've, found a, you've kind of found a little brotherhood there with your band. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're some of my best friends. And we then, have a good time. So you have a bass player, guitar player, and do you have the same drummer? Yes. Yeah. Well, I had I had a drummer when I first started who was also my producer at the time. He uh, moved on and is playing with Cody West now, which is wow. awesome. And it's it's 100% a better gig for him because he has that like rock and roll, like grungy kind of 
vibe to him. Right. And so I know that he definitely feels at home doing that. So I'm so happy for him. Um, but Mason came in after him and is, is killing it. So, so you've got, you've got your trio, you've got what you need and you mm-hmm. guys are hitting the road. And I think you said that your mom travels with you and handles your merch. Yeah. She doesn't like it. She doesn't want to anymore. She's done. She's tired. Uh, so we'll probably get a merch person here pretty soon, but that's cool when you, right bring, now. you bring in one of your good friends, you know, somebody yeah. that just wants to go on the road with you. That's what I always yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and you she, know, the uh, merch table's fun. Of course, my, maybe not for the mom, but um, for your friends, you know, it yeah. might be kind of fun to work the merch table because that's where you get to know some of these people that come out cute guys yeah. and the whole bit. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh it's I mean right now I'm really thankful that I get to spend all the time that I I do with my mom and share these experiences with her and um it's it's definitely a blessing. I'm I'm going to miss it when she's not on the cuz she definitely keeps my head on pretty straight. Um so I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's working right now, so we'll see. And what about dad? Does he come out and see you often? Are you guys Yeah, oh yeah. He tries to make as many shows as he can and uh I mean Sometimes he he has to work on the weekends, so he can't come to as many shows as he would like to. But he's there as much as he as he can because he's a huge music person, and we have gone to so many concerts together. And so he's he's there as much as he can be. I think I read somewhere where your dad took you to Nashville for the first time, and that that's mm-hmm. where you kind of got the bug for songwriting. Yeah, we went in uh, 2016. That sounds right, and or maybe when I was 16. I don't know. Everything's kind of a blur nowadays, but, yeah. uh, it was so much fun and it, we got to tour a bunch of the museums and stuff and it, it really put into perspective like the songwriting aspect of it. And that was kind of a, a life changing moment for me was to go to Nashville and experience that and all that. So it was a lot of fun. Well, I'm, I'm really excited for you, honey, because I, I know, and I can see that, You've got the it, you I, you know, you know, you have the talent and I, and I tell people all the time, you know, some people always say, well, when I get, you know, once I make it, um, you've already made it. You do realize that you've got people that are paying to come out and see you play and you're doing something that a lot of people never get to do because they stay in their room and they dream about it and you're out there doing it. And so you know, I mean, I, I'm encouraged because I know that you get that, but I'm also so excited that I got to see this at the very beginnings because I know that your trajectory is nothing but up from here. And I'm just so happy for you, honey. Well, I want to play another song for everybody. And this is the song called um, uh, Without Me. You want to talk about it a little bit? I This is one of my favorite songs to play live, actually, because the energy is just so high and We've played the hideout at the Houston Rodeo for the past two years. And when we've played this song, they started line dancing to it. And that's never happened to me before. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Um, I never thought I'd have a song that you can line dance to. So that was, <laughs> it was really fun. Uh, but I like to call it my country and Western song because I just love the fiddle and the steel. And it's kind of has everything. So it's really, it's a fun song and it's so much fun to play. Well, it's a great song and I'm so happy I get to play it for you guys. It's called Without Me. And by the way, her name is spelled Gracie, G-R-A-Y-C-I-E, York. And um, as soon as I saw your name about a year ago, I told my daughter, I call my daughter, her name is Layla. But when I'm trying to be endearing, I call her Gracie May. I don't know why. I just kind of made up that name for her. And I said, 
saying, oh, Layla, there's a Gracie out there that's doing some really great singing and stuff. You need to check her out. <laughs> so that was I'd actually la- my nickname. What well, is it really? That was my nickname when I was growing up at daycare. It was Gracie May, which is fitting because I was born in May. So. Oh, my gosh. That's so fantastic. Yeah. Well, that's my name for my daughter when I'm trying to be endearing. So there you go. See, we, we have that connection already. So without me from Gracie York, we'll be right back right here on Texas Homegrown Music with yours truly, Haley Thompson.
Well, hey, everybody, I know you're already in love with her music and her style. You got to be. And you should be because she's being picked up by some really phenomenal festivals. And she's got some coming up in our area. In fact, one of it is on Friday night, um, April 28th. She's going to be playing um, Joe Taylor's Texas Music Festival. And I saw some people on that bill, and you're going to laugh because I'm actually um, going out of town to go to a music festival. That's my birthday trip to see the Red Clay Strays, and they're going to be at um, at your festival. Girl, yes, I yes. would recommend seeing them because they're really, really hot and good, and I love yeah. them. Are you familiar yeah. with them at all? Yeah, I listen to their music on Spotify, and they're, that his sound, his voice is oh. absolutely phenomenal. Isn't they it? sound great. Isn't it? And I'm so sorry that I missed you when you were just here um, not too long ago at Hank's, mm-hmm. um, right here in McKinney. But I'm going to have you come. I'd love to have you come and play for some of our stuff for us. I wish that I had done this interview sooner. I'd have you play at Texas Music Revolution. But next year, I'm going to tell you right now, I want you to play my stage at Texas Music Revolution in 20, uh, the 28th year which will be you know next year so count on it is that the one that's in downtown mckinney yes yeah we're playing there i am you are yeah oh my gosh yay i didn't see your name on the list i'm gonna have to go back and look so what are you playing friday or saturday um i believe it's friday okay well, you guys, check it out. I'm going to go look at the list right now and come over and see me on my stage. Yeah, I'll be at the I... Texas Music, um, the t- uh, Texas Homegrown Music stage. And maybe I can get you up and at least sing a song or two. That would be awesome. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. get get your guys together over there and come on over there and let's let's have some fun. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, how about the um, Lone Star Jam. You've got so many. I mean, you got Randy Rogers and Josh Abbott. I mean, it's got to make you feel so great to be with all of these artists that have been playing for years. Pat Green. I mean, wow. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. I, I don't even. It doesn't feel real. Like a lot of things don't set in for me until like years later. Um, but it's insane to just get to share the stage with so many icons of the Texas scene and just in country. Um, I got to play a festival this past summer with, I mean, those same people and Josh Abbott in particular, we got to sit down. It was me, him and Jamie Lynn Wilson. And we got to song swap and me and Josh ended up singing his song that he did with Carly Pierce called, uh, wasn't that drunk. And he asked me if I wanted to hop on the main stage with them later that night and sing it for, uh, his later crowd. And I was like, absolutely. And so that was a crazy feeling to get to go up and sing that with him. Cause obviously he's such an icon in the Texas scene. And I remember, uh, you know, when his one out, I can't even think of the name of it right now, but it has all of those songs with Casey Musgraves on it. And I remember just being blown away and I was like, this album is so good. And I'm just a huge fan of all those people. They've obviously paved a way for all of us in the Texas scene. And so it's very exciting to get to to get to share the stage with Well, I heard you mention Jamie Lynn Wilson, and you know, Courtney is going to be playing on my stage with her full band on Friday night. So you need to stick around and come on up there. And, um, and, and I'll, my band's playing the late sets after the May, after the uh, headliner on both nights. 
if you're still around, you're not too worn out. I don't know what you have going on the next day. You probably have to bug out of there. But if not, <laughs> come on up there and hang out. And uh, I'm I'm having a female Friday, so it's all female artists on Friday. Yeah. And I'd love to have you come over and see everybody. And uh, and then on Saturday, I'm sure you've heard of Angel White. He's really coming out yes, and yep. doing well. He's going to be playing on my stage on Saturday as, as well. And I've got Isaac Hoskins' band playing and just a lot of, of artists that I'm sure you're familiar with. Isaac had some songs on Yellowstone. And so um, we're, we're just going to have a good old time. And I'm so pumped that you're going to be there. I can't wait. I yeah. get to get, get a big hug from you. And I'm going to find out yeah. where you're going to be and sneak over there no matter what it takes. Because yeah. uh, I think you're just so, so lovely, honey. And I'm really looking oh. forward to hearing more great stories about what you're doing with your life. And by the way, just enjoy every single moment of it. You know, life is precious and we just don't know what it has in store for us, but we need to enjoy every moment. And no matter what happens in our life, because you're playing music, you'll live on forever. Yeah, I, I was actually just talking about that last night because my dad had a friend of his that was saying, you know, have you ever realized that we're all going to die someday, but like Gracie's music is going to be in the world forever, like till the end of time. And my dad was just like, whoa, I never thought about that. And I was like, I never thought about that. And that's so crazy to think. I mean, that's just. It's a beautiful that- thing when you do this and you're, um, you're, you're out there. It's hard work, honey. I'm sure you know that by now. Um, you know, people don't understand. They see you up on stage and think, oh my gosh, I, I want to, I want to live that life, but they don't know the behind the scenes things that you do and the, the lack of sleep and the on the road and the schlepping your gear and, um, all the stuff now that you have to do to keep up with social media, um, or not, <laughs> you know, some of us just, <laughs> I try, you know, yeah. but, um, speaking of social media, let people know how do they, how do they get to see you and know where to find you? Yeah, so I have a website which has everything from tour dates to my social media and to merch and all of that good stuff. Um, and it's GracieYork.com, G R A Y C I E. My parents wanted to make it, you know, it's difficult hard for as possible. To, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so the main my website has pretty much everything. And if you look me up on you know Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff on Gracie York, it should pop up. So, well, um, and also the. The other thing that she's got going for she's she's obviously really creative because she's got some really good merch. So if you want to if you want to buy a t-shirt that looks really cute, you need to get one of Gracie's t-shirts because she's got some really cool artwork and some she's even got some beanies which I know are sold out. But you see, I've got a beanie on tonight. I mm-hmm. I wear them all the time. I love it, and I know mm-hmm. you you've got what's the latest and greatest, and you're wearing a really cool John Mayer t-shirt, honey. There you go. Yeah, it's not even mine. I stole it from a friend, but I do love John Mayer. So I was like, I'm not giving it back. Uh oh, <laughs> traitor. <laughs> Say, yeah. I'll give you two of mine for one of yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, honey, thank you so much for taking the time to do the show. And you guys check it out. April 28th, she's going to be at Stephenville for um, Joe Taylor's Texas Music Festival. And then the Lone Star Jam on Sunday, May 28th is when she's playing. Um, of mm-hmm. course, that goes on over the weekend. Um, both days with people like Randy Rogers, Josh Abbott, I think uh, Pat Green's playing that one. Lots of great artists. So make yourself available. We're getting ready to have a lot of live music. And um, I'm just so excited that we're all back into it and able to see everybody once again. 
And um, oh, hopefully in my lifetime, we'll never go through what we did with COVID again. Because I think I think we all learned a lesson. I think I think for me, though, I think I learned more and more how simple life can be. We don't need all the stuff that we thought we needed. We just want to be able to see one another and share in life and love and music. And I'm so grateful that I got to do that with you today. Absolutely. Me too. Thank you for having me. Thank you, honey. And we'll be back in just a minute with Texas Homegrown Music. But I'm going to play Texas Rain, another really cool song. You want to give me a little bit of insight to this song? Yeah, so it's actually not my song. <laughs> I uh, It's originally done by Seven Mile South, or Shotgun Rider, yep. who back in the, in the day, they were at the top of the Texas game for sure. Um, and I mean, they're still popular in the Texas scene, even though they're not together anymore. But I... One one time during, you know, quarantine, I decided to sit down and and do a cover song, and I was like, it'd be cool if I did this song, but flipped it to the female perspective instead and put a, a new twist on it. And so I posted it, and people were like, you need to record this right now. And so I eventually got into the studio, and I got the permission from the original songwriters on it, and we put it out. And within a year, it got over a million streams on Spotify, which is absolutely nuts. And I did not expect that at all. Um, but I'm very, very grateful for the song because it, it absolutely changed my life in so many ways and opened so many doors for me. And even if it wasn't a song that I wrote, I am forever grateful for the impact that it's had on my career. Hey, Whitney Houston took I Will Always Love You to another new height. Mm-hmm. And so a good song is a good song. And if you wrote a song and somebody else takes it somewhere great, who cares? It's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're laughing yeah. all the way to the bank. Anyway, mm-hmm. I'm so glad I had you on the show, honey. And I just, I can't wait to see you at Texas music revolution. You guys check it out. She's going to be at Texas music revolution. Slap me. I had no idea. I'm so excited about that. I've got to go look now because they didn't have you back up at the top billing. They need to have you on the main poster. So I'm going to have to have a talk with the station about that. Anyway, thanks for being on the show, honey. And we'll be right back with Texas Homegrown Music right here with Maylee Thomas. Here you go. Texas Rain with Gracie York. That poor soul, he looks red, putting out his last cigarette. I'll drive up, my damn wheels keep turning round and round in his head. I'll go up to someone else and start thinking to himself. When I'm around, I'll make him sad. When I'm gone, he wishes I'd come back. But I'm Texas rain
I'd steal the moon from the stars Just to get to where you are But it seems these days you're so damn far away And I know everything has changed Nothing's supposed to stay the same But you've become a ghost in this place So talk to me Tell me what I need to hear Wrap me up with those beautiful eyes And I know you're leaving Yeah, you're standing at that door And I can see the heartbreak in your eyes So keep on telling me Let me up with the 
That's a beautiful song called Beautiful Lies with Tanner Essery featuring, yep, that's right, Gracie York. She's talked about Tanner a little bit earlier about them doing some shows together. And there you go. That's what happens when you put those two together in the studio. They make some magical sounds. Again, Beautiful Lies by Tanner Essery and featuring Gracie York. Well, there you have it. Another show here on Texas Homegrown Music with these emerging Texas artists, Gracie York. Boy, isn't she a doll? And what a voice she's got. So seasoned already for such a young artist. I can't wait to see what she does in the future. Speaking of the future, we got some fun shows coming up. Don't you forget about TMR 27 right here at Texas Homegrown Music. We'll be hosting a stage, Female Friday on Friday, and then Saturday, all kinds of incredible artists, including including Isaac Hoskins and... uh, Boy, Angel White, who's really coming on the scene. I can't wait to hear him live. So if you guys haven't got your tickets, get your tickets for Texas Music Revolution 27 right here at uh, McKinney, Texas, where we transform the whole downtown into a beautiful place. And also right here at the end of April on the 29th at Main Gate, I'm going to close the show with Drake White, a song called Power of a Woman. He's going to be playing at that show as well as my band, Isaac Hoskins, Highway 31, Jade Marie Pawtek, Austin Cunningham. Really great lineup, and I know you're not going to want to miss it. So get your tickets and come out and see us on April 29th at Main Gate in McKinney, Texas. It's a beautiful therapeutic horse ranch for, you know, for adults and children with disabilities. I just love their mission, and I love being a part of it. Also love my sponsors, so I want to say thanks again to Guitar Sanctuary, Tupps Brewery, and Burris Injury Law for making this possible every week. Peace out, everybody. Remember, if you love life, you'll get the best out of it, because what you put into it is what you get out of it. That's what I say. We'll see you guys next week. Love ya. Plays a mean game of poker She's got curls in her hair She looks good on Broadway Or the middle of nowhere She's got three dogs she rescued On a road trip out where She can change a tire Build a fire Makes my heart beat out my chest Oh, she's so weak Sunday morning She got a mind
Of a woman. 